You are listening to the Notion Creator Podcast, where we interview, we talk, we laugh with our fellow Notion lovers. Today we have Danny, who is the founder of iFrame Consulting. So yeah, welcome to the Notion Creator Podcast, Danny. So today we have Danny, our guest, who is from Spain, uh, Valencia. Nice having you today. So before we start, Danny, can you help to do a quick introduction of yourself? Yeah, Thomas, thank you for, uh, for having me. Yeah, I'm from, uh, I'm from Spain. I'm... I work as a graphic designer, web designer, everything design-wise at my own uh, digital consultancy called iFrame Consulting, shameless plug. And uh, yeah, I work at that consultancy in partnership with a financial consultant. And uh, I couldn't be operating at that consultancy if it weren't for, for Notion. That's why we're here. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess for this podcast, it's actually more about just understanding how people use Notion and then how we all started. Because especially mm-hmm. for you, I think one of the things that I saw that on your Twitter, so you actually mentioned a lot about like efficiency and productivity. I guess like yeah, for today, right. probably one of the things that I'm curious about, like just maybe first thing, like how they came up with the concept of like just efficiency instead of productivity and how you try to implement it into Notion. Very nice question. Glad you asked that. So, actually, um, let me start from the beginning. Actually, I was mm-hmm. part. I'm still part of a community of freelancers based in South Africa called Box Community, where we are just freelancers from all over the world. That we help each other, sharing skills, sharing lectures, mm-hmm. like uh, doing co-working sessions together. And the founder asked me to host a Notion session, uh, like how to use Notion for habit tracking, productivity, and, you know, the whole shenanigan. And, uh, yeah, I, I was doing my research for, uh, for, that, for that session. And I actually uh, finished reading the book Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, if you, uh, if you know the book. Sorry, and what's the I book? Had, the seven habits of highly effective people. I I'm forgetting the. Okay. Yeah, the I'll definitely. Here. I'll definitely read that too. Thanks for the recommendation. Yeah, Stephen Covey. Okay. So I had all the all these ideas of you know efficiency and effectiveness in mind, and uh, I was meant to do three sessions on Notion, and I spent the whole. Uh, first session talking just about efficiency and effectiveness and uh, I guess that's how my journey with uh, with efficiency instead of productivity started because if you I think it's more on my on my notion sorry on my Twitter uh, like banner uh, productivity mm-hmm. for me means you know at the end of the day checking a lot of boxes but yes. efficiency means to check the right ones according to your goals and i think it's easier if you think about uh, you know a group of of people in the jungle with uh, there are two kinds of people there's the people that go in the front of the of the group with the machete in the hand just mm-hmm. cutting uh, the grass and and you know uh, freeing the way and then there are other people that 
are the ones that climb the tree to see the whole view from up above and then making and uh, guiding the uh, the the people on the ground that are with the machetes you know so that's i think that's what the main difference between productivity the people with the machete and effectiveness or efficiency the people in the trees are so uh the cool thing about this is that we are both people in uh in this in in our life we are the people that actually do the work and we are the person that it's 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 meant to, it's meant to uh guide we meant we are meant to guide ourselves and we very much forget about the guiding part and we are every day like focused on productivity on how many things how many tasks can i get done and we forget about that efficiency about that guidance about achieving our goals and having the path or the plan the the plan to to get to our goals so that's what i'm trying yeah. to to implement in in notion yeah i can definitely see like your enthusiasm when you talk about like productivity efficiency and how you can just become more efficient right? and just from what i heard right productivity seems more like a tool that we use like you can have the best notion solutions systems that you created but if you don't use it efficiently or you don't have the correct intention on how you can make it better how you can use it fully utilize it mm-hmm. so you will never reach like the best potential yeah i mean we are we humans are uh, guilty of the it was it was called the, the shiny object syndrome mm-hmm. like we see we see something we want that and it happens with notion too with all these templates that you see all over gum roads like the best productivity uh system uh the best financial manager uh, tracker the best i don't know habit mm-hmm. tracker and especially if they're free we we start like crowding our notion workspaces workspace with a lot of templates and honestly we don't we don't use it and I, I don't know how many people actually use the templates that mm-hmm. that they buy or in what percentage percentage they they use yeah. them because you have you like you uh you end up having like a box full of templates that you shove under the digital bed you know and you you don't use it if you don't have the clear objective in mind that's that's the that's the whole idea behind the the book of the seven habits of highly effective people is that when you begin with the end in mind you actually are able to design a path to achieve that to to get to that end yeah i guess notion is like so just a tools right for you to get to the end and then yeah then how you design it to be efficient actually like since you mentioned like template right so i actually asked uh our previous guest guest omna as well because I'm very mm-hmm. interested in like just notion templates and then also like specifically design solutions, right. For the clients. Cause I, I saw one of your tweet yeah. about, I think it's about like notion templates. Cause that you mentioned that it's so easy to, to be shared, right. To be duplicated for other people. So that like the value, yeah. right. So can you tell me about a little bit about the notion templates? Like what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I, I don't want to be misunderstood. Like, I'm not against Notion templates. I'm building a couple of them uh, myself. I'm actually starting this, like, you know, passive income journey of getting templates outside mm-hmm. and uh, having revenue from them. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I want that. Yeah. 
and but I also have in mind this this thing that I don't want to be selling templates just for selling templates. I'm not again. I, I follow a lot of uh, Notion creators on on YouTube, on YouTube and on Twitter that I really appreciate that are excellent template designers. Mm-hmm. But for me, I focus more on client work because that's where I actually think I shine and I bring value because you know it's typical client comes to me and says uh, I want this in Notion I was I want I want this and uh, we want to be able to do this and can you design this and you know they're all over the place so what I like to do is just sit down with them and ask them questions as a consultant and bring them to that to that goal you know to that what, okay, what's the objective that we want to achieve? What's the final result? And we'll think about the process. We'll think about the tools that we want to to implement. So about the templates, it goes the same way. If you don't know how to use the template or, or why do you need to use the template, I think it becomes useless. Like if you see a need in, in your Notion workspace, like, oh, I wish I could track my... Uh, my finances in Notion easily or efficiently or even automatically. And then you go on Gumroad, you search for the, the best template. I think there's the right, that's the, the right way, the, the core way to, to use the templates, you know? Yeah. Actually, this, this, I'm always curious about just like, who is the actual audience, right? Buying all these templates? Because like you mentioned, templates like very, sometimes very specific or the Notion, right? For different person, especially like if for us like creators like you always want to design the Notion template. That's only for us specifically. Like we have like all these like nitty gritty details that is very specialized. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm actually very guilty as well. Not not only templates because I help people to build apps uh, in my job. So a lot of times we actually build like apps that nobody use just because they want it, but then not really exactly. because they want to use it. So mm-hmm. I, I do appreciate like how you share it like with your, with your clients, right? It's like they will give you a lot of ideas, but then you take the time to sit down with them to just understand what is their pain point and how you can actually mm-hmm. help them. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, it sounds like you have been working like on some of the Notion consulting. Can you, can you share a little bit about that experience? Like, are you currently like accepting clients? Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm currently in in doing a client uh, a client um, a client project with uh, mm-hmm. in notion i'm building a knowledge management system for a company in israel i'm actually designing it designing designing the the system because they have a huge database in notion with a lot of tags and a lot of properties and they want to display that uh, to users and in a very user-friendly way and especially uh, they want it to be very like user-friendly on mobile mm-hmm. which i don't know if you noticed but designing one one dashboard for the desktop mm-hmm. it may not work very well on mobile have you experienced mm-hmm. that you mean on using notion right yeah so if you build, if you design something like that, like that looks beautifully on the desktop, then you go on mobile and you get like overwhelmed, underwhelmed by the result that you see on mobile. So, and like 
in a lot of in a lot of cases you need to redesign it completely for for mm -hmm. mobile so that's what i'm doing uh, currently for a client i'm taking that whole database and redesigned the access to that databases with just a couple of a couple multiple linked linked databases in like in a very user-friendly way for people to access that knowledge depending on what they want and i started actually with the with the notion client after the the like the workshop that i've that i did with uh, box ah. community mm -hmm. a couple of clients approached me uh in that uh, after that session and uh, from from the session itself like okay yeah that's cool but i don't want i don't know how to do that <laughs> like do it for me and it was for a for a like a, an entrepreneur from south africa and then for uh, i think it was it was like a non-profit from uh, from portugal for, for, i mean from portugal and uk it was some weird combination between that yeah, this is actually another question. The next question that I want to ask you, just on how you actually get your clients right. But then it sounds like you already answered me. It's just by giving people free things, you know, teach them how to use Notion, and then maybe teach them more advanced stuff. So if they don't know, then they will find you. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, this is too difficult. Like, can you help me do it? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way. Uh, that's that's the the first question that I asked my my current client. You know, they have this database, this big database, as I mentioned, and it's done properly. Like the database looks awesome. It's it's very big, very with lots of columns, and and they even had relations. And I said, okay, why don't you do this yourself? You know, why mm -hmm. do you need me to do that? And they said, we don't have time. You know, we want someone to do, to do this. And also to advise us on what will be the best possible way to display this to to users. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Like just not having the time, right? And then outsourcing it to other people. Because I, I recently experienced this as well, just on editing podcasts. So I realized because like a podcast is around twenty five minutes or thirty minutes, so it's actually a lot a lot of time being spent. Yeah, like, I, I think I spent around like two hours just to edit one podcast. So I. My first thought Two is hours. like, yeah, yeah, I'll find someone on Fiverr just to do it for me. <laughs> and if you've done that, yeah, I think for this episode, I'm gonna do it. Let's and see how it how it turns <laughs> and, out. And and were you uh, typically happy with the results? Yeah, I would try it before, so I'll I'll let you know for this episode. If I'm okay, not happy, because, I'll I'll do it myself. Because my experience on Fiverr is not pleasant. <laughs> like it's a it's a. 70% failure on Fiverr for me. Okay, I'll, I'll let That's, you know. You do your boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm quite picky about quality too. So, so let's see how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And maybe just next next question is just about freelancing, right? Since you mentioned about Fiverr. So currently, I think you have your own iframe consulting. And then yeah. you plan to have like a Notion consulting as well. So. Maybe can you just help me explain a bit about your iframe consulting? Because I you yeah, didn't so, like you're working with a partner, right? Yeah, so it's a partnership between me and another guy that he's a financial consultant, and uh, I'm a designer, mm -hmm. and that's typically what a startup always needs when they when they start. You know, they they need a brand, they need a website, and they need uh, some financial advice to actually start 
the the like the company. That we work typically with uh, with small entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and small businesses that are in an early stage or yet to be established in the market. And uh, yeah, we offer that. Uh, I offer branding and web design, and my partner offers financial projections, financial planning, financial management. Basically, it's the whole business advice of the like of the service, you know. So to about the notion consulting i've been doing that on the side you know not giving it so much thought but i like five minutes after uh, before coming to this podcast i read a tweet by i don't know who, who was it dave something on twitter a notion creator mm-hmm. it, I, yeah. he has yeah, the like him. the like, like the typical notion profile yeah yeah and uh, they, I mean, he he did a like a market research with Notion, and yeah, the market like the market is huge, and and the demand for Notion consulting is huge too. So, yeah, I'm I'm trying to transition into into that, profiting that I do design also, so I can you know use it with the Notion consulting. But apart from that, you know, I'm trying to make some templates. Basically, I'm trying to profit from uh, mm-hmm. from notion in the in the future yeah. because i think that i think the demand is very high and there is place it's still a it's still not a very big market and not a very crowded market yet mm-hmm. so yeah i think i notice a lot of like creators that create templates right but not so many that you know do like specialized systems for clients mm-hmm. and yeah i actually have a have a question about it so i for the market itself, right? Because I always thought like Twitter is for tech savvy people. So like a lot of us on Twitter, right? We're actually like just following other creators itself. So not yeah. so much about the actual clients. So my, my guess is that the actual like demand, right? Probably sits somewhere around like Facebook, Instagram, or Reddit. Like, do you have any thoughts about where to approach these clients or market? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh... Okay, from I don't have too much experience, honestly, in social media. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting started, like actually putting thoughts and effort into do into my Twitter account. And I say Twitter because I think that's the most uh, or the be- or the yeah the most useful one for especially for Notion creators. I think again. I'm not an expert by far on on social media, but Instagram is too visual. Facebook is too old for me. Like I don't use I don't use yeah, Facebook at all. I don't like it as well. Reddit, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We're in the same boat. And Reddit, you know, they don't like people promoting themselves. Like they they mm-hmm. hate that on Reddit. So yeah, I, I just showcase. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I just ask questions if I you're on the on the on the Notion uh, subreddit. Yeah, right? the Reddit. Yeah, yeah. So, I think Twitter is the best the best platform for that because I think it makes an interesting an interesting combination because I had clients in the past that I had zero knowledge of Notion and mm-hmm. I had to explain to them how to even make a page or make a database entry in Notion, but with this recent client, 
like they know how to use Notion pretty much. Mm -hmm. They just need some extra consulting. So I think that's the perfect combination. And we actually work um, like when I work with a Notion client or any client by any means, mm -hmm. if they want to, I have a whole dashboard, a whole client portal in Notion for them to follow mm -hmm. payments, contracts, invoices, uh, the the timeline and the progress of the project. And I just love working with a client that understands Notion. Notion knows how to use Notion and we communicate with Notion. We add tasks. It's just beautiful, man. I love that. Yeah, I love how you mentioned that because initially when I first started, I was like, I want to do consult consultation, right? My first thought is like, oh, I have to do tutorial for clients. I have to teach them how to use it because I, I, yeah. I was planning to like target like maybe less tech-savvy audience. But then like what you mentioned, right? It's like, there's so much work. I, I actually have to sell it to them. Like why, what is Notion? Why do you have to use it? It's like, I don't think my exactly. skill set is up there yet. It's like, I'm not that charismatic to sell it to them yet. So like for your, for your type of clients, right? You mentioned they already know Notion and they probably love Notion as well. So it's a lot easier for you to connect yeah. with them. The first, the first clients though were the ones that attended to my, uh, to my workshop, and uh, they didn't know Notion at all, and it was, it was really hard. Like a a project that I I thought was gonna last, like you know, I don't know, two weeks, it ended up lasting four months, because wow. I had to explain the project to them, explain Notion to them, and they, once they started using them, using it, they doing, they were doing stuff like completely wrong and using it completely wrong like i got pretty frustrated you know yeah and also i guess just notion like the level of control right that you can provide to the users because like for us that we're used to it but then sometimes they just change the view they move around the tables like it just mess up everything yeah so, and we forget that people are not actually used to to notion yet like yeah i still uh, ask people oh so do you know about notion notion what's that you know mm -hmm. it's not actually mainstream i think yet notion mm -hmm. like we have they have a, a community of people that are very passionate about notion and that's uh, something that you don't see with people working on excel word you know there's not a community there oh we are word lovers <laughs> but we have that notion but actually people they don't know notion like very much so we still have to battle with that i think mm -hmm. yeah definitely like i guess for me like the easiest way is like i always just show it to my girlfriend because i just introduced to her notion also but because i've been using mm -hmm. it for so long right i always do like all this cool stuff and then every time I show it to her, she's asked me like, what is it? What am I looking at? And then I'll know like, okay, yeah, I probably need to make it more user-friendly, better yeah. UI. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the best, that's the best testing ground. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you on that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think we've been talking about like for 20 minutes now. So before we go on, like anything that you're interested to share today uh, on this podcast, anything that you'd like to talk about? Or any questions? Sorry, can you, can you repeat that? Yeah, I think I've been talking around for 20 minutes now. So just mm -hmm. before we like move on, right? So just want to ask like any questions from your side that you want to, or anything that you want to share with the audience? Things I mean, I have on. a question for you. Like uh, I, I, I asked you before if you use Notion for project management at your work and you said no. So mm -hmm. uh, what are you actually using Notion for in your daily routine or in your life? 
yeah so currently there are two parts so the main one that i'm using notion is i'm not sure if we heard about like the heisenhower matrix yeah yeah the so I'm, I'm using that with important and yeah i'm using that for my work and my study so i always track down things that i have to do and then i'll just put it there yeah for my masters and then for my work yeah. so you normally just sits down at the lower part and i'll never do it so i'll mm -hmm. procrastinate but at least i can see to have a one a view right so what i have to do what i have to do and then the another part is like because before this actually last year like i started like game development so but that didn't quite work well but during that time mm -hmm. because i'm working like as a developer and then like project i have to manage my own projects so i built like a system i'm not sure if you heard before like jira so it's just like a project management management tool like and then for developers so i like a build a system just to maintain yeah basically like notions for me is just it keeps me systematic and then it helps me like stay focused i actually used to think that i'm not i'm like a person who likes always like to do new things and i can't stay focused so after using notion right it actually changed my life in a way it's like i actually read every day now and I play piano every day. I create. I, I play piano every day. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I think I can. I can show it to you, but it's it's red color here. But yeah, it's a bit blurred. Yeah, it's blurred. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just like Notion just gives me like so much stability in my life. It helps me do things that I can't do yeah. previously. That's why like I want to share with people as well. Yeah, that's cool. Very nice to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess like probably just the last question before we close up, if there's nothing much from your side. Is is there any advice like for you, like for any new notion people, right? Anyone who is interested in notions? Anything that you can tell them? Like a, a newcomer to notion. Yeah. I mean that's the it would be the same advice that I advise to, to my friends when I tell them to use Notion or when they ask me to, you know, does it to work use Notion. Every time? Sorry? Does it always the... work when you tell them to use Notion? I don't know. I mean, I guess I change the advice. I tweak the advice every time. So <laughs> I see what works and what doesn't. But the advice that I always give them is to, you know, start small and actually get inspiration from from the main the mainstream notion channels like you know uh, ali abdal has so many great videos about notion thomas frank and those are the main and also better creative i don't know if you if you know about the channel yeah what's the channel again i don't think better I've creative it's a it's actually a pretty small channel uh still but i love it yeah, I'll link it in the chat, uh, podcast later once we go live. So to start, I would I would I would advise to start with uh, Ali Abdal, uh, mm -hmm. Thomas Frank, and Better Creative. And once you actually f f fell in love with uh, with Notion, you can escalate to people like Marie Pauline or August Bradley. I mean, the first yeah. time I I've so i like that i've seen the the august bradley videos about the the life operating system and i was mm -hmm. blown away like i spent the whole uh like uh, winter vacation 
just listening to their video to his videos and trying to replicate it into into my notion mm -hmm. and i was like how did how how, how did he did that how how was yeah. that <laughs> yeah it was it was awesome yeah and for me like it's not even just technical side as well just the whole concept of how you can actually use the system i think the one yeah, that the blew whole, my mind the whole is psychology behind it yeah like i think second brain was the one thing that's like just kind of blew my mind it's, it's just that you can upload, upload all your things in notion mm -hmm. and then how yeah. all your ideas you can always reach back to it because you already write it. maybe like for example you wrote a blog post right like two years later you can just find it back in notion and then you can just reuse the same thing maybe just change slightly and just post it again mm -hmm. it's like just that kind of blew my mind but i'm still trying to learn how to use it like it's yeah, no, like it sounds the... yeah. It's like it's very tempting like to use. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sorry, gone. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> no, go on, finish. No, no, I just, I just said that. Yeah, like I always see like all these fancy things like you want to use it, but it just takes time for me, because even Notion is like it took me a while to get started mm -hmm. using. Yeah, about, about the knowledge management or second brain. That's uh, the one part that I'm still trying to f like figure out the best system that works for me. And, mm -hmm. you know, you want information to kind of resurface by itself. And I don't know why, but through magic or something, you want Notion to tell you, hey, you need to know this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, again, I think for me, it's like, just to answer your question earlier on what I use Notion for it. Is that currently because for second brain is i think for me is that the note note uh, note capturing part so like mm -hmm. any day anytime you have ideas right you want to capture it but then notion is not the most sleekest way to ca capture notes it's kind of clunky the most words it's not the best way to capture notes especially when you're on your phone like sometimes a bit slow uh, may, may i ask what phone do you use uh android it's just like android what's what's android uh, it's Snapdragon 870, like Poco F3, like Xiaomi. Poco X3. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's, that's one interesting thing that I want to tell you about. So the difference between an Android and mm -hmm. an iPhone, yeah. when talking about Notion, let me tell you, it's huge. It's huge. Like Notion on an Android is much, much faster. Uh, on an iPhone, oh. sorry, it's much, much faster. Mm -hmm. Like oh, really? way faster. Yep. Let me show you. Yeah, it's very slow on Android. <laughs> so this phone I use just as my backup. This is my main phone. We're going to open Notion, okay, both on uh, the iPhone and the Android. Yeah. Let me see if I can do it. So Notion. Okay, it's like it's still loading for the Android. It's still loading and still loading and still loading. Yeah, there's like a 10 seconds, five seconds difference. That's, that's huge. And then if you want to access the page, like it's instant. Oh, is it like stored it's offline? No, no. It's just, I don't know, it's better designed for iOS. I don't know. And it's not a, a expensive phone, it's an SC from 2020. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hope Notion can fix, make Android better. Because <laughs> <laughs> currently I'm using like, um, what do you call it? To-do to list, the to -do note-taking apps. 
and then sync it yeah. to Zapier. So just to do the captures. That's exactly that... what I did mm -hmm. in the past before moving to, to, to iOS. Exactly that. <laughs> yeah. It's just too slow. It's like, yeah, I want, I want to be taking those immediately, right? I don't want to wait for five seconds, 10 seconds. It just turns off people. That's one of the main reasons I decided to buy an iPhone. Mm -hmm. because Notion would work much faster and because of, of automation. So for example, I have here in a shortcut talking okay. about uh, Notion and, and uh, quick entries. Mm -hmm. And if I click the shortcut, it will ask me on the top what I want to do. A tweet, a new tweet idea for my Notion, a quick note and a new task. And I, if I click a quick note, it takes me to my note inbox when I, I can quickly uh, input a, a new note, a new note idea, and then leave it there to organize it and categorize it later when mm -hmm. I when I enter into the desktop. Yeah, you, you're making me rethink about iPhone now because I, I, I'm always like Android users. <laughs> me too, me too. I, I, was a, I was a true passionate lover of OnePlus before they screwed up with, uh, mm -hmm. with Oppo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, thanks, thanks for today, Danny. I think we're probably around yeah, the days so now. So I had a nice time. Uh, great day talking to you. Before we go, like yeah, any, any things that you want to share to, to talk to the audience? Any shout-outs? Uh, I mean, if you want to see what I stumble around in Twitter, you can follow me at, uh, at ddannyframe on Twitter. Same goes for Instagram. And uh, I'm planning to start a YouTube channel too, so <laughs> uh, stay tuned for that. Yeah, definitely, definitely share with us when you have it. I'll include the link. Yeah, not, right. I, not, it's not in the near future, but <laughs> it's just an idea. All right. Yeah, thank you, Danny. Thank you so much. Oh.